Family from the Heart podcast episode number 293. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. That's right, my friends. We are back after a very lengthy period of time. It's only been two weeks. It's only been two weeks, but it feels like it's been forever Forever. Since we were in the studio, of course, we are here live on Thursday morning, April 3rd, 2014. This is our second time recording Family from the Heart at 10 o'clock in the morning or 10.13 anyway. I still don't like it. You still don't like it? Still don't like it. Are you going to get used to it? I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll there, see. There's only one way to know. Keep doing it. So, Stephanie. Clifford. We have uh, received some troubling news on the house front. Yeah. Um, so I just counted. Um, it very well may happen that episode 100 is recorded in this studio. Ew. And not the new studio. Ew. That's disgusting. I know. Our house has been delayed three to four weeks, um, which makes sense. We had a very rough winter here. Yeah. And... Um, I was not surprised. I, I really, honestly, I wasn't surprised that um, that that was the date that they. Yeah, it it, it, it it's not a big deal. And in, in fact, um, while there was this, you know, pretty much of a letdown when I first received the email from our what what would you call Carrie? What is she? She is our sales I, rep. Yeah, from the builder. Sure. Anyway, she when when I got the email from her saying, "Hey, they're looking." Because we asked, we specifically asked, "Are you still on target for the April thirtieth?" Right. Which is what they said when we signed the contract. Exactly. My voice will my voice will get. Don't switch me yet. You should have heard me this morning. I was <laughs> it was really deep this morning. No problem. Megan was laughing at me. So I was originally let down when I first received the email. Mm-hmm. And the the second thought that occurred to me is like, you know what? I am totally fine with them taking an extra three to four weeks if that means they're getting everything done right and well, they're here's not the rushing. Thing. Well, they're, they're not rushing um, because they need the extra three to four weeks to get everything done. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, because even I was thinking on Monday... Which was the 31st, right? Which was a month from our given finish date. There's no way that they're going to be done. There's no way. They were, um, on Monday, they were still putting up drywall. So they have to put up the drywall. They have to mud and sand it. Um, our floors have to go in. Our cabinets, our countertops, our, you know, th- there was no way that everything that they had to do was going to be finished in four weeks. Okay. In my opinion. And they still have to do the outside. They still have to do the brick. They still have to do the siding and the stone. And they have to put our porch on. And, like, I was thinking there's no way you know, our light fixtures have to go in. Um, And all of those people who do all of those things have to be scheduled out. Because they're also working on other houses as well. Okay. 
our house is not the only house that they're building. Right. I know. I think you'd probably like it that way. No, no, <laughs> but, no. But it's not happening. And so I, I wasn't surprised. We had a, we had a nasty winter where we went, you know, um, weeks without things getting, you know, being able to be done. And so it just made sense. Yeah. But it was a letdown. It was a little bit of a letdown. And first and for- foremost, have you ever seen Extreme Home Makeover where they build an entire house in I've a week? I've seen them build an entire house in a week. I have, but that's not the kind of house that we signed up to no, have built. It, so what I'm saying, though, we when we signed up to build this house, <clears throat> they gave us a projected... And they work like 24 hours a day. They work around the clock and they have volunteers coming in. They have like many, many people working on it. I get that. Okay. But what I'm saying, though, is that when we signed up to build the house, they gave us a projected completion date, which was April 30th. And there are some builders, especially those who are building lots of houses and have more houses ready to get started in construction. What I'm saying is there are some builders who would rush it, who would actually start booking two or three contractors at a time to start working on the house. And I'm just saying that while I am bummed that our move-in date is pushed back a month I am very pleased that our builder is not rushing anything. And yes. Yeah. So right. what what's on your phone now? Um, I think, okay, so Megan is on a field trip okay. today. Um, they are going to um, Perryville, Kentucky, and there is, um, so they're on a bus for two hours this morning, and I just got a text message from Megan that says, Mommy, we are twinning. And it's a picture of her and she's wearing her DC sweatshirt and I'm wearing my DC sweatshirt. And it was just funny. <clears throat> nice. Cool. That's all. Awesome. That's all. So, so anyway, that's that's but, the big yeah. thing. Um, th- another thing that um, we... So updates, where are we at with the house? Uh, some of the folks that are listening... Yep follow me on Facebook and if you do you know that 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 I have a photo album that I'm pretty consistently updating with photos of the house and we now have the entire house every single place has been drywalled yes the whole thing's drywalled now yep and so I would imagine that today and yesterday and today they've been mudding okay the, the all the drywall where they do all that stuff sometimes um, I just like to pop in and look at their list that they nail up on the your well, I guess they won't be nailing it up on the framing anymore. Um, so I wonder where it'll go now. But sometimes I just like to look at the list of what has to be done mm-hmm. because they, they've they been putting up that list. I don't know if they'll continue to do that or not. But I'm sure they'll find some way to do it. They'll probably mas- use Well, now it'll tape. just be like teams of people going in. It'll just like right now it's the drywallers and they're there and they put up the drywall and they'll mud and they'll sand and then it'll be somebody else. Yep. And that's... But it's it's moving pretty good. Um, the brick was delivered. I originally had a, a little bit of a scare because the brick didn't look the right it color. It does too. It do, it does on the face the the part that faces outward, but the the inside of the brick and you know the top of the brick it does not look like that. So it's kind of like where who, whoever makes this brick, it's kind of like they did that. The what the look that we're looking for is only fired in that particular way on the outside part of the brick. Well, that makes sense. Well, maybe. 
Anyway, so in the sun the other day, it looked like, wait, so that was looks, freaking out. It looked orange. And I'm like, I did not order orange brick. It did not. It looked red. It looked like a, a reddish orange. Okay. Anyway. All right. So uh, we, yeah, they probably have just a little bit of brick on one side of the house and then it started raining and it has not stopped raining since. Right. Yeah. So what else is going on? Is that everything in the house? Um, they put all the insulation in my walls downstairs the in the basement. In. Everything's everything's um, the electric's been in. Um, On the way home last night from looking at the house, I stopped in at the flooring company and I changed. You did. I changed the carpet in my studio. You are. I'm pretty sure. Like you're running up against the the timeline of when you can keep changing things. Yeah. You got to stop that, dude. Yeah. So I upgraded to commercial grade carpeting in, in the studio. In the studio, right? So I, I wanted something that was going to be able to handle chairs moving back and forth. Chairs, on yeah, chairs that are going to be sitting in there quite a bit. And can you finally get a, a get an idea of? Um, <laughs> can you finally get an idea of the size of your studio now? Yes, I can. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have a really good feel. I think of your the daughter just of... texted you. I just saw it. Did you read it? Yeah, stop being picky something. About the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. watching us while she's on her trip. I think oh, that's she's, kind of... Is she watching us right now? Yeah. How else would she know that I'm wearing this? I just put it on like 20 minutes ago. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Megan. Hi, babe. You're not supposed to be streaming video <laughs> on your phone. <laughs> Uh, I think our what's our data starts tomorrow, right? I think so. Yeah. All right, yeah. I think you're okay today. As long as you, as soon as you get that text message, you need to stop using it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So what else? Um. Anything else about the house? I don't know. It's coming. It, it is. It it, 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 it. I mean, but it is. It is really a letdown to know that our plans were one month from today we'd be sitting in our new home. And to know that it's more likely going to be two months to push that yeah. a whole month away. So right. while I'm very happy that they're not rushing anything, it's that our builder, a, yeah, th- that our builder is very, very focused on on quality and and all of those things. It do, it it pushes it back. And of course, it's not just it's not just I want to get into that new house. No, we had a deadline of getting the studio studio set up before your next A to Z and thinking you were going to have the whole month of may and now you only have like a week or two oh, or actually or actually one week or zero one week or zero okay so it, right. basically we'll close on the house and then start and then, a to yeah. z you you might be doing a to z old school in the um in the living room <laughs> like the old picture yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is that well, the good thing. I, I mean, I have to wait until closing to even schedule the internet people to come and set up all of our internet. Right, I know. Um, but a lot of the A to Z is you can answer those questions online. You just have to be set up by the Friday mm-hmm. for your call. Right. Right. Yep. Okay. Anyway. So that's the house update. What else we got going on? Um, the rest of everything else on here is all my stuff from San Diego. So do you have anything else you want to bring up? Um, Megan and I had a fantastic time in Washington, D.C. Um, the OK. On Thursday night, we slept on the bus. And when I say we slept on the bus, what I mean was we didn't sleep at all. 
and the teacher who who coordinated the entire trip kept telling the girls Shh, go to sleep Shh, go to sleep we stop at like three o'clock in the morning somewhere in pennsylvania and switch bus drivers and so and then we get a new bus driver who stays with us the entire trip until on the way home when we stop and switch bus drivers um and so the bus pulls over we pull into you know this well-lit gas station or wherever to to do this and all of the girls wake up because of the light and then she's telling the shh go back to sleep i'm like nobody was asleep to start with (laughs) (laughs) and um not not cool sleeping sleeping on a charter bus not cool at all um but we had a fantastic time it was exhausting um we moved at we moved at a grueling pace um so many things that you that you very well could have spent so much more time um doing and and seeing but we were we were on the move the entire time um on friday so we we got in at like 8 a.m friday to the hard rock cafe which is where we had breakfast and after breakfast hit uh, we went we we hit uh, we went to the capitol um and were there for like half the day but we didn't get back to our hotel friday night until um nine o'clock nine o'clock i think something like that um and on saturday we started our day at i had i was in a room with three girls who all want to wake up and put on makeup and fix their hair and yada 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 so sat our day started at five o'clock and we didn't get back until nine forty five. i think is what time our day ended on 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 saturday that's crazy and um and we weren't i mean we only slept in the hotel that's the only thing we did and had breakfast that's it um we were out all day um and then sunday we again started at five um we were in dc until maybe about 1 p.m mm-hmm. until we hit we we got on the bus to head home yeah yeah that's crazy i mean i realized the the whole idea of you know you don't want to spend too much time in the hotel you got to keep these kids active and keep them occupied so they don't get into trouble yeah all this stuff but the the whole idea of starting your morning at 5 a.m with these kids that's ridiculous yeah and um especially after well, a long night not very much sleep here's on the a deal. bus now oh, that's just crazy i have every intention of going next year with matthew mm-hmm. um and i would imagine that our day will not start at 5 a.m because I'll be rooming with three boys, not three girls. Yeah. <laughs> you know, shower them the night before, wake them up five minutes before breakfast and we go. Right. You know, um, but uh, but it was an amazing time. I had a good group of girls. I had a really good time with them. Um, it, it, it was it was fun. And I, I look forward to doing it again with Matthew. Right. It was a good trip. So in yes. our last episode of family from the heart before yeah. I left for town, I think uh, left for San Diego. I think we had told everybody about my shopping spree at the men's warehouse. You and your shopping. Did, is that what we, I did? think we did. We did talk about that, yeah. right? I'm just want to make sure that I'm not making things up here and uh, just make it up. It makes it more interesting. <laughs> so anyway, you were giving me a hard time. I can't believe you bought these suits. I can't believe you bought these suits. 
Well, I get out to San Diego and I'm out there, you know, I went a couple days early and oh, that's that's in a whole nother story in and of itself. So I'm sitting there all week planning all weekend planning that I'm going to leave have, on Tuesday. I'm going to be leaving on Tuesday, you know, and, and as far as I remembered, I, it's like it's going to be I'm going to leave on, you know, late Tuesday morning. Right. Or maybe if maybe it was Tuesday afternoon. I can't right. remember. No, that wasn't so, the plan. Hold on. You pick Megan and I up from school at midnight Sunday or yeah. rather Monday from your DC trip. from our DC trip. He picks us up at midnight. That's that's what time we got back and driving the <laughs> driving home. He, he says, so guess what time I leave? And I said, I don't know. Sometime Tuesday morning. And you're like, no, I leave tomorrow at five, <laughs> that, which meant you had to be at the airport by like three or whatever. Um, I think I dropped you off shortly after three, but so less than like, seriously, what was it? Like 15 hours later, you're, you're gone. Yeah. Um, it, it made for, it made for a welcome home, babe. Glad you had a good time. I'm gone. Yep. I'll see you in a week. (laughs) (laughs) I have lost my internet stream. Have you, did you lose yours? I don't watch it. So I don't know. I I just watched the chat room. Gotcha. I lost the chat room too. I, 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 no, it's here now. People aren't chatting. So I don't know if it's actually, that's weird. So, um, yeah. So, and so I ended up leaving Monday evening instead you did, and of. You were out there Tuesday and you were talking about your suits and why they were so well, important. Well, before we get to the suits, I just want to say this. I have decided from now on, when I fly out for a trip, I'm going to leave as late as possible. I mean, like, I've, I loved, it used to be like I would leave, I, I really tried to avoid these red eye flights. So I would always leave, you know, try to leave no earlier than 9 30 in the morning or, you know, 11. And, uh, Stuff like that. But even when I do that, I get up in the morning. I pack, you know, if I have any last minute packing, I pack. Um, and then I head to the airport and then I fly. And when I get there, I kind of just zone out or chill for a little while because it, you know, the, all the stress of being through mm-hmm. the airports and things. So in essence, my entire day was what is called a travel day. You know, it's just nonstop traveling. Now, when I went this time, I had all day Monday to myself and to to work and to pack and to do things. But it, but really, I had a day. I, a matter of fact, I had made out a, a couple trips out to the new house to do a couple things, meet the security people, and and do a bunch of other things that needed to get done. And I switched over to the DSL network, you know, and it's, it's working. Nonstop and, traveling. Mm-hmm. See, it's working now. Awesome. But um, so it was it was kind of cool. I had that. I had like what. I would consider a full day of things that I accomplished. And then I flew out at five o'clock in the evening and uh, and I was there, you know, of course, flew to the West Coast. I was there by right. nine o'clock. There's time. But what was neat is that I went, I slept and I got up the next day and I had all day. So it's like I didn't miss a day of my life traveling. It, I missed I missed an evening, an which evening. an evening is not that big of a deal it was kind of just. It was really cool. So I think from now on, you're gonna take that late flight. I'm always, even if I leave a day earlier, I'd rather spend a night, another night in a hotel, and and do that because it it gives me that day to have outside of the airport, and I don't mind spending my evening in an airport, but having an entire day taken up with travel, you know, having the whole day in the airport and then the evening in the hotel recovering from it 
is a whole different deal. So I like that and I loved it and I'm going to try to do that now for whatever reason. And then I'll get into the suits um, for whatever reason. I booked myself a 630 in the morning flight home. What was I thinking? You missed me and you wanted to come home. Yeah, something like that. But (laughs) (laughs) if I miss you in the future, I'm flying home that night. Okay. That because that was beyond ridiculous. I I matter of fact, I think that 1030 in the morning will be the earliest that I allow myself to fly out anywhere. Okay. 930 still too early. 1030 earliest flight out. All right. Uh, I, I think the only the only thing that I can think of in my mind, the only reason I would have chosen that flight would be that it was a it was one stop instead of two. And I, I'm going to be caught up in a, you know, a dilemma in the future if I say, well, you know, how I many said, layovers you'll take. Yeah. You know, would I be willing to do it's two layovers and and leave at, you know, 11, you know, at 1030 or would I be willing to leave at 830 and have one stop? Right. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. It's a decision you'll have to make. It is. Uh, yeah. I mean, so. you just have to decide which is more important. Yep. And I've already booked my travel for. Um, and I think we need some kind of map that will list um, airports. And then we can start marking off the airports that don't have Coca-Cola products. And we won't fly through there. Yes. Minneapolis. <laughs> no, St. hold Paul. on. And where was. Oh, it was Minneapolis on the way home, too, wasn't it? Um, yeah. uh, when I was looking for. Uh, Do not. Find one. Here, here, if just a little note to everybody in the no, GSP. I thought community. you said it was Detroit. Wait, was it Detroit? Yeah. I'm yeah. Fairly, yeah. OK, you're right. We flew, for, flew through Minneapolis when we yeah. went to Vegas. I think it was. Yeah, Detroit. Minneapolis, I think, had Diet Coke. OK, so here's the deal. Detroit. I know why everything failed in Detroit. Those people don't have Diet Coke. <laughs> is that what it was? I'm telling you. The, I mean, it is ridiculous. Let me tell you something. Now, of course, I would never go to McDonald's right now anyway. Right. But McDonald's had Pepsi products in it. Really? Yes. Wow. In this airport? Yeah, the Detroit airport. So trying to find a Coke in Detroit is like trying to find a Pepsi in Atlanta? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I thank you for reminding me. You're Detroit. Yeah, we need a map and we need to start marking them off because there was one. Where did we fly through on our way to Vegas? Yeah, I don't remember. Me neither. But there was no, there wasn't a Coke Zero to be found either. Yeah. So we, that that is that is a requirement. They they the airlines should be required to tell you where <laughs> where you're flying to <laughs> if you're doing a connection there. Do they have Coke products or Pepsi is, is products? That what the, yeah. Should be requirement. Yeah. Anyway. That was funny. Anyway. So anyway, back to my suits. So you were giving me this really hard time. Do you remember that? Will you stop checking your phone? Megan, stop texting your mom. <laughs> <laughs> What'd she say this time? You guys got boring. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> we did get boring. Uh, that was funny. Yep. I'll tell you what. There's nothing like teenagers to keep it real. Yep. Let me tell you. So uh, let's see here. Suits, babe. Suits. Yes, suits. Thank you. So you were giving me a hard time about, I can't believe you bought these suits. Well, I get out there. I'm, I have this whole day by myself in uh, San Diego. have this really relaxing day. I did the trolley tour that you guys boasted about so much. Did it, it live up to its? Yeah, it was very nice. Okay. Except for the last leg of the tour. I got this one guy. He could You could tell that yeah, um, he, he, he started doing that fake singing thing. And he's like, 
Ah, I'm too old for this. <laughs> like <laughs> that's the worst part is like having to change who your yeah. Charlie, yeah. So who your guide is, but but um yeah. So I actually had a wonderful time on the trolley tour, and at the end of the day, I get a call from Emily from Social Media Examiner, and she's like, Cliff, um, you know, I don't know if you're in San Diego yet or when you're supposed to get in. But tomorrow morning, we got a, a call from KUSI, ch- you know, channel such and such. Uh, they're going to be doing a news report on their show, Good Morning San Diego. And if you're in town by, in, by that time, I'd like to know if you're interested in being interviewed on the show with Phil Marchand, which is their, you know, director of business development or whatever right. for the for Social Media Examiner. And I said, well, I happen to be in town right now. I'm actually in old San Juan or uh, old San Diego right now, old town. And uh, I could do that in the morning. Mm-hmm. She's like, great. <clears throat> so wake up in the morning, first thing. And I get to wear my nice brand new suit with my blue sports jacket and my yellow tie that I had just bought. And mm-hmm. I looked good. You did. I looked really good. It's the first time I had worn a suit in eight years. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, I think so. I since I since I've been in insurance, I don't remember wearing a suit. I I don't know how how long have Robert and Lindsay been married? I don't know, but I think they I I think oh were they? I don't know how long they've been married. I guess I did wear a suit to to do their wedding, didn't I? Like I think you've had several. Not several. Okay, maybe just one. If 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 there's any, then it would be when I performed Robert and Lindsay's wedding. Wedding. But man, they just I, had their anniversary too, and now I can't remember. Yeah, like anyway, they, they were tweeting about it, and I was. I was but like, I wore I my suit. It. That was a good day. I wore my suit, and it looked good. And, it did look good, and it made a huge impression on. I mean, I. I, there I were, know the news station almost had to pull up a chair for your ego. I know. Oh my it goodness, awesome. I could see it from yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I was a rock star there. I'm sorry, You babe. are a rock star. You're very important on the internet. We I am know. very important on the internet. Uh, that's why I keep trying to tell my kids. When they come, when he comes home and like nobody's here. <laughs> like He's been gone all week. Megan's sleeping. Matthew is gaming. And it's like, hey, dad. And McKenna's not even here. Yep. And um, so she was at a friend's house. And um, her friend's mom knew that you were coming home and... Um, it was just supposed to be a play date. She was supposed to come home later in the evening and I get a text and from, from the mom and she says, um, the girls want to turn it into a sleepover. I'm like, that's, that's fine. And so I had to take McKenna some stuff later on in the evening, um, to sleep in. And so they're telling me that that when they asked if it could be a sleepover, she's like, well, your daddy's supposed to come. You know, mama said something about your daddy coming home today. She's eh, I'll see him tomorrow. <laughs> like, He's been gone so long at this point. We'll just, what's another day? That's funny. And I think she stayed with him until like five o'clock the next day. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yep. You can tell she missed me. <laughs> she missed you a lot. Yep. Like I ain't coming home. But anyway, I wore my suit and uh, and, and I'm glad I and I'm glad I bought that suit. It, it was worth the investment just to be able to to know that I was prepared to dress mm-hmm. professionally to be on Good Morning San Diego. And a lot of people in San Diego actually saw that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a lot of comments, not just from people at the conference, but other people who live in San Diego who said, oh, my gosh, I just saw you on the news, which was really cool. That's cool. 
I didn't. And of course, everybody's like, I didn't know it was you because the suit. And then I saw your name on the screen. So now you're a big deal on the Internet and in San Diego. And in San Diego. Welcome home, babe, where nobody cares. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And, Uh, you know, I'm kidding. But as far as giving you a hard time about buying the suits. okay, that's what I do. That, I know. Why do you do I, that? It, it's who I am, and I don't know. It's it's fun. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's fun really, to it's, watch you. It's a really great, around to defend yourself. Well, the thing it's it's really a lot of fun knowing that my my love language is words of encouragement. I did a very good job yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> I love you. Mm-hmm. 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 I do. How many years of our marriage have you spent ignoring my love language? That's because it's giving gifts. I mean, come on. Who My love language is not giving gifts. And the fact that you don't even know, just, oh, wait. this podcast should is be over helps? right now. <laughs> is it helps? Is that what it is? Hey, I've been helping. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You have. Exactly. Right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I can't. I, I try really hard to go out of my way to give you your words of encouragement. <laughs> when I'm thinking about it, but I'm not always thinking about it, and it's it's hard. I'm not. I can't change who I am. Well, I, I probably I can. I don't want to. There you go. I like who I am. I love who you are. And if I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I told you this last night that what? I like who I am. And if anybody else does, I don't care. I know you don't. That's great. I don't care. So anyway, my suits, they were a good investment. They were. And, and you look nice. And now you need to take me on a date. Okay. We'll do. Awesome. Yep. So let's see here. So I was on Good Morning San Diego. Oh, and another interesting And no, thing. you can't wear your suit to Chipotle. <laughs> it doesn't count. I wasn't thinking Chipotle. I was just... I know. Okay. All right. It was a joke, right? It was. <laughs> You know I'm serious. I'm a serious guy. You know I'm not. Right? <laughs> I know. I'm not a serious girl. So anyway, um, one of the other things that I did when I was in San Diego was the very last night. And it's one of the reasons why I despised the 630 in the morning flight. I was out until one o'clock in the morning with Pat Flynn. I love all you guys pretending like you're 20. Yeah, like, I know. Right? Yeah, it was myself, Pat Flynn, Eric Fisher, uh, a guy named Ryan and two girls that um, we had just Speaking met. Speaking of that picture with that, like, that's not cool. You know that, right? <laughs> it's not cool. It's not cool. I understand. I I did not pose that way. It's it, not cool. The camera was there, and I. Had, that's all I got to say. Not cool. Yeah, that's all I have to say. <laughs> not cool. Although I have to, I'll let you tell your story. But you, you did a slideshow. Yeah. Of your pictures for myself, Matthew, and Megan. Yes. The night after you got home. Yes. Right? Yes. Or no, it was the night it was the night you got home. Was it the night I got home? Uh-huh. Yeah. Cuz McKenna wasn't here. Okay. And um we were narrating your pictures as you went through them. Yep. And that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was almost as much fun as if we went with you. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It was. All right, go ahead. So what was I saying? Oh, and so we went out and we went um, to karaoke. Mm-hmm. Now, I had been to karaoke here. And by the way, did you know it's not called karaoke? It's supposed to be called karaoke. 
Really? Yeah. It's if you look at it, it's, that makes it sound more stupid. <laughs> it does, but anyway, it doesn't matter. It's I'm I'm still gonna call it karaoke. But um, here where we live, karaoke is this redneck thing, and you here you, where we live, everything's a redneck well, thing. This is true. <laughs> but you go to a bar where everybody's drunk. And, you know, it doesn't matter anything. You know, they just get up there and start singing, singing along with this music. And it's absolutely horrendous. And most of the time people are there just to make fun of the people who are singing. And so that's that's what I think of when I think of karaoke. Right. Anyway, they had this place in San Diego called Karaoke 101. And they have uh, you, you walk in and it's this building and they have all these little rooms Basically, actually, the rooms are about the size of the studio that we're in right now. So it's not huge. Uh, it, they have a couch that is an L shape. So you could easily sit probably five people on the couch next to each other okay. with a six person standing up. They actually have three wireless mics. They have a big widescreen TV up on the wall. They have you know a sound system in there and they have this karaoke set up. And what you do is you reserve the room for by the hour for you and your friends. And so it's not an entire bar full of all these people. You know, as a matter of fact, they don't even serve alcohol and you can't even bring alcohol in. So it's, it's, it, it is literally there just for, are you even looking? You're not looking at me. What's going on? You don't look at me while we're recording Whatever. all the time. Okay. So anyway, I'm listening. So we were, went there and, and they have karaoke and, and, they talked Don't me into singing. Don't stop your elaborate description of the building and the room and the couch and the lady who was pawing you just because I start looking me. at something else. I mean, seriously, I was listening. The lady that was pawing. Has that, has that picture gone up? Because that's it's what on, she's... It's on Facebook. I need to comment on that picture. What's her name? This is not cool. <laughs> Keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> Are you enjoying yourself? That's so funny. It's not funny. It's not cool. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> you crack me up. It's almost as not cool as your friends taking you to sing karaoke. <laughs> no doubt. I'm like, hey, guys, this is not a good idea. And they kept going on and on and on. And so I proved it to them. <laughs> I sang Barry White. <laughs> Uh, nice. It was, it was really bad. Yeah, I was really horrible. But you had fun. I did. I had a really good time. Because I, sometimes being really bad at things makes it more fun. It, it was. And the interest, you know, the thing is, is that, um, you know, I had not done karaoke since I was in college. And, you know, there, there was only one way you could get me to do karaoke back then. And it, was, it was with lots of, you know, fermented drinks. <laughs> Well, let's right. just put it this way. And I choose not to drink anymore. It's just not who I am. It's, I don't like who I am when I drink and and all that stuff. It just... It's, yeah, leaving your car places where you can't remember where you left <laughs> yeah. are probably not a good idea. It, I, just, I just don't like that mm-hmm. lifestyle for myself. And so I choose not to drink. And it was, it was amazing that you can go out and have karaoke with a small group of people that... You feel comfortable enough to do that without having lots of alcohol. Mm-hmm. 
and know that you're sober so you know how bad you're sounding <laughs> as you're singing and they're sober so so do they and and the fact that your friends uh-huh. still are your friends afterwards right. yeah or at least they pretend to be anyway right. so yeah it was it was an interesting experience by the way uh i don't know how you say is it pavi uh she said or he or she says um cliff i'm 21 from siberia Serbia. Serbia. Okay, Serbia. I can't read through my microphone here. You are such an inspiration for me. East Europe loves you. See, I'm a big deal. I'm going to get a t-shirt that says, I'm a big deal in Serbia. Is that what you're going to do? Yeah, I am. I'm going to get it. I'm kind of a big deal in Serbia. You you need to lay off the t-shirts that talk about how much of a big deal you are. I'm just saying. It's just to remind my kids. They're going to start ending up in the garbage, like the podcast Answer Man shirt that had the smiley face in it. Did you get rid of my shirt? I did. What did you do that for? That was one of my favorite shirts. And you have a matching one, so you shouldn't miss it very much. All right. I'm sure it won't take long for it to have its own little smiley face holes in it. Uh, anyway, well, I am honored that, that East Europe loves me. Yes. How cool is that? That is cool. Just don't paw me in a picture and we're good. And we're good. <laughs> All right. Um, very good. I'll tell you what. At least, at least I wasn't there and asked to take the photo like that, that would have been like i can't tell you how many women asked me to take a photo of them and my husband while we were in vegas can i tell you awkward something? people just bring your own photographer next time you <laughs> awkward people seriously awkward <laughs> can i tell you something what i of course i take I, and i'm not a jealous person <laughs> as you know i took my camera yes and i came back with photos and of course <laughs> do, those I don't, are authorized vehicles Hold on, hold on. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, but you notice that they're in the only pictures of me with a woman is actually in a group, mm-hmm. and yet there were still plenty of pictures of me with people. I know. And did you know? Because I know how you feel about that. Did you know that that was intentional on my part? Was it? Yes. Well, you're a smart man. You're a smart man. Next time that girl needs to be on the other end. She can Paul Pat on the other end. (laughs) Paul Pat on the other end. Uh, Okay. So funny. Yeah. (laughs) We're sitting in the living room with our kids watching this um, slideshow of, of, of Cliff's pictures. And it gets to the karaoke and, you know, there's a couple pictures. And then the last is of... Were there six of you? Five of you? Six of us. Six of them. And and there's this, you know, young blonde woman with her hands all over your chest. And it's just like our kids are seeing that, too. It's right. I I understand. (laughs) Don't know what to tell you. Uh, It was funny. Anyway. So. And it's not a big deal. I just like making a big deal out of it. (laughs) Yeah, right. No, seriously. All right. Seriously. Okay. Okay. So the a tour of the Mexican border. So I told you I wanted to, you know, if I'm going to San Diego, right. you know, I want to go to Tijuana. And you right. said, well, you're probably not going to be able to do that because, well, you don't have your passport with you. And I'm like, darn. Well, guess what? <laughs> you did. I got to see Tijuana. Yes, you did. Through the fence or through actually the over the fence. Over the fence. Uh, but I was close <laughs> enough to Tijuana that I literally, I was within I would say no more than maybe between 10 to 15 feet from Tijuana soil. Yep. 
Um, I would say that based on the pictures. Yeah. So uh, Rick Siegmund is a friend of mine through the GSPN community. And um, he took me on a tour of San Diego and more specifically a tour of the entire um, San Diego coast all the way up to I-5's checkpoint into Mm -hmm. Tijuana. I got to see the entire Mexican-United States border right there. It was an awesome day. Uh, we went in his uh, four-wheel drive truck, and I did not know this, but um, the, what do they call them? The U.S. Border Patrol. Yeah, he's a U.S. Border Patrol agent, and they are the only government agency that are actually trained to track human beings. Really? They're literally trained to track human beings, and they actually they actively track human beings every day. Um, I learned about all the defenses of the fence. I know about the sensors and I know all the codes they use over the radio. I've learned, I mean, literally, I know how to get Mexicans across the border now. Well, there's flaws in the fence, clearly. (laughs) So I'm just going to, yeah. The hay bale in the. Right, which is what I'm referring to. And, and there is there is a spot where there's actually no fence at all, right? Because of the way this little the way hill, the hill goes. Yeah, and there's there's a big gap. I mean, our family of five could hold hands and walk across the border. Right. Uh, it, it it's not that big of a deal, except for the fact that it is it is a, it's heavily patrolled. Yeah. But uh, but it it was it was a beautiful place to be able to see you know the scenery of this. I I, I did not realize how huge Tijuana was you know I I have this what what TV show or what movie went to Tijuana there there's Veronica a, Mars well I know Veronica Mars did but <laughs> they never go and they just talk about it all the time I'm talking about like um, back in the 80s and I, early 90s there was shows that you know would go down to Tijuana or something like that a party would, did Greece go to Tijuana no Anyway, but I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know, but there is these shows, and and you always, I always thought of Tijuana as this, you know, kind of like this small little town where all kinds of crazy, you know, stuff happens. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a big Tijuana is a big city. It's huge, actually. Um, however, I, I learned, you know, it, it is it's it's almost it's like a completely different world than our world. As far as their infrastructure and stuff like that, they don't have the same kind of sewage system that we do. It's and all kinds of other. Uh, it's it, it, it's almost like a third world country in in some aspects, in some areas, and uh, I you know I learned about how much you know it's run by the drug cartels and and all of these different things, and what was interesting to me though is is from one vantage point. At this, at the top of this very large hill, um, I could look to my left and I see the fence going as far as I could see to the left, all the way down into the sea. And from this vantage point on the left side or on the other side of the fence, I see all of this Tijuana, which is literally houses and and everything, all the way up to the fence for as far as my eye can see. And then on my side of the fence, it's desert for a little bit and then i see all of san diego and surrounding suburbs and stuff and what was weird was being right next to this fence and realizing that just over 30 years ago this fence did not exist 
And just over 30 years ago, if you were born in Mexico and you lived in that lifestyle, you could have easily got up, walked into San Diego and lived a completely different lifestyle. And, and of course, obviously, if you've been to San Diego or any place else, uh, you know that there are a lot of people who had, have done that. And uh, there are a number of people who attempt to do that every day today, right. as well as trying to bring in drugs. The, I do know that the U.S. Border Patrol today, their primary function is to keep, well, to keep people coming over, but mostly they look to prosecute those who are trying to get drugs Person. in. Uh, but there are people who try to leave Mexico to come to the United States for a better life, but they don't come in through immigration, mm-hmm. all this other stuff. And one of the things, I think it was 33% of all people in the United States who are on welfare are undocumented people from Mexico in the state of California. That still blows my mind. So one third, one out of every three people in the United States overall, one out of three people on welfare are in San are not San Diego, but are in California and are undocumented, which if you're undocumented, how do you get? I don't know. Assistance. But this is not a political show. But anyway, no, it's not. (laughs) But at the same time, you know, at the same time, I'm thinking, you know, this is so weird to think that these people are next door neighbors. And that was the one of the eye opening moments for Mm -hmm. me is to see that, the, that you know, on one side of the fence is literally a whole different world. And on this, on this side of the fence, it's a whole different world. I mean, literally two different cultures, two different lifestyles, two different building codes, two different everything. But where this fence is, and of course, you know, there's the main fence, then there's the secondary fence in some most areas. And sometimes there's even a third fence. But even within this fence, it's all the same dirt. Uh, we're right. next door neighbors. And one of the things before this tour was that I thought that you enter the the checkpoint, you, you enter, you go through um, the border and then you drive for miles and miles and miles and miles before you would ever get to a town inside of Mexico that it, it would be so far. But no, they're next door neighbors to San Diego. Right. And that's what's crazy. Anyway. And, you know, of course, with the worldview that I have today, it, it's, I don't see I don't see what I was taught to see. Right. Which is it's us versus them. And, right. And all this other stuff. I see us all as brothers and sisters. And and, uh, you know, and, and I do see that happen when there's massive earthquakes or, or uh, massive tragedies in other parts of the world. The world comes together, not just the United States, but the entire world comes together to really bring relief. In those areas. And uh, it's amazing that it takes a tragedy for people to come together and see that we're all a part of the human race together. Yep. Interesting. I don't understand all of those political things and and, uh, stuff like that. But yeah, the the tour of the Mexican border was, it, it probably was one of the bigger highlights of my trip. Although there was a lot of great things with being on Good Morning San Diego. My talk went really well. I had a room that's my talk, which, by the way, I wore my other suit for my talk. Yes, you did. Um, my room for my talk sat 140 people. Uh, the folks that were in charge of the room, they counted there were 180 people in the room. There were people sitting 
in all the aisles, standing up on all the walls, and they turned away. So there were 180 people in the room, and they turned away 30 to 40 people who would who couldn't they couldn't fit in. Mm-hmm. So that made me that my ego. I, I was lucky to get out of there. I know it was pretty cool. And get this, I don't think did I tell you about the Dan Miller story? You told me about the Dan Miller story. You did. Did I tell you that, you did. that he was in the audience when you I said did, it? You did, while you were showing us the room of the standing room only. And then I was like, "Those people, there's a lot of people sitting for a standing room only, but you know, <laughs> hey. So Dan Miller um, is a friend of mine and that I look up to very highly. Many of you know who Dan is because mm-hmm. I talk about him all the time. Anyway, I was telling the story about how I met him and uh, how he wanted to hire me to do some consulting when... I really thought that he wanted to do some consulting, uh, but his main purpose for meeting with me was to kind of get a feel for who I was and stuff like that. And here I really believe that, you know, he wants to know my opinion on how a show is and what he can do to make it better. And well, I proceeded to tell him, (laughs) you know, Dan, I send thousands of people to read your book. They love it. I send those same thousands of people to listen to your podcast and nine out of 10 of them tell me, right, no way I'm listening to this thing. It's that horrible. The funny thing is, I've told this story a ton of times in my talks. I did not realize Dan Miller was actually in the room, and it was so funny. It was so funny because he came up, he stood in line when it came to the Q&A time, and it was like, we had a huge laugh about that. Good. That's good. I love Dan. I do, too. Anyway, so that's touring the Mexican border. Do you have anything else? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Um... I don't, you know what next week is? What's next week? Spring break. It is. Do you know what I'm looking forward to? What? Not getting up at 6 (laughs) a.m. I hate it. I hate it. It, I I say it every week. I don't like it. Are we still getting the dumpster? I need to call them today. Okay. I need to call them today. We need to decide what's going to happen with the van. Are we just going to try to, you know. Do you think your dad. Charge it and move it or. Do you think your dad would be interested in taking the van? I could call him and ask him. Um, the only Chances th- are I can even call and ask before my mom listens to this podcast. <laughs> well, um, the thing is, I, I want to transfer it out behind. of my name, though. Right. If, if we do it. Yeah. But I, I just I'll just give it to him. OK. If, if he wants it. It needs a new water pump, obviously. Right. But um, I would be happy to just give it to him and he can do whatever. He can sell it and make some money off of it, whatever. Or he can junk it, make some money off of it. Or whatever he wants to do. I will call the him. Only, the only thing is, is that just make sure that he wants he we, wants to transfer it out, out of his, his name. name. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'll call him this afternoon and do that. I need to call um, and uh, schedule that dumpster delivery. And then I'm going to start on the garage. Once the garage is done, we can start packing things inside the house because then we can set them in the garage. Yeah. Now, the thing is, is I'm going to be I'm going to I'm going to be dumping a lot of stuff that I don't want to I'm going to be dumping me. a lot of stuff. I I would say probably if I had to guess, I would say that 80 percent of what's in that garage isn't going with us. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we need there are things that um, the kitchen table needs to go on um, Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. and We need to put McKenna's bed on Craigslist. Yep. She's sleeping on the floor right now anyway. Um, so we can just go ahead and get it out of here. Um, Matthew's bed needs to go on Craigslist. Um, and if it sells, he can sleep on the couch. I'm really I'm I'm ready to start 
getting ready so that everything is not such a last minute rush. Right. Come time. Um, but yeah, most of that garage is garbage. Mo- I mean, most of that garage is garbage. Yeah. Which is why we're renting a dumpster. And most of the stuff in this house isn't going. Yeah. And the Christmas tree's not going. Yeah. I'm buying a new one next year. I figured you would. Um and um I'm I'm yeah, it's time to start getting this house ready. I mean, we have we've already decided that we're not going to list it while we live in it. But that doesn't mean we can't start doing the things that, you know, getting things ready. Yeah. So that when we are out, we can have the people come in and do what they need to do so that. Tomorrow, we're going to have to spend the whole day doing accounting work to get. I am very out. aware of this because I was out Friday and you were out Friday. I know. So we're two I'm weeks behind. Very aware of this. And yeah. quarterly taxes should be coming up, too. Because so it's April. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, so because one of the things that I'm thinking of is right now is about the time that I need to talk to somebody about our landscaping, pulling all that out and Mm -hmm. redoing something, start making that look nice. Because that's something that can happen before we leave. Um, Having the deck done is something that can happen before we leave. Yeah. I mean, there's there's plenty of things. The, The outside stuff that needs to be painted can happen before we leave. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. We need a list. Yep. I think I have one somewhere. (laughs) By the way, if anybody is listening and you're looking for a house in Northern Kentucky, uh, you can negotiate with us before we put it up on the market. (laughs) I still think, I still think that anything like big furniture wise, that's not moving with us. We should just have like an open house and come and be like, well, this is that. And this, you know, um, market and, um, say, you know what? The house is for sale too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm teasing. I think most things will be gone by then. But yeah. interesting. So that yeah. I mean that next week is spring break. Spring break is about getting the garage done, and and getting ready to um spend the next six weeks organizing and getting ready for this move yeah. because not everything that is here is going. Right. And I've got to figure out what I'm going to do about my schedule for A to Z. I don't know if I want to keep my June 2nd date now. Right. I still think you probably should. You think so? I do. I, I know we can make it work. We've worked under more ridiculous circumstances yeah, the before. Fir- the first couple days of my of my course is not the craziest right. anyway. But uh, yeah, we'll see. I think you can pull it off. All right. I think we can pull I, it off. I, I kind of need the stress anyway. You do. You're you don't have nearly enough stress. I need to do something to cause you some stress. <laughs> I need a little bit of pressure to get things done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't work that way. I know you don't. Anyway, I think that's about it. I think that's it. We will be back next week, even though it is spring break. It'll be loud. We'll have lots of ambiance. Yes. Actually, probably not. No, Megan's planning on sleeping for like 36 hours. Is she? She's like, don't even bother me. I need like 36 hours of reboot time. Nice. Yeah. Shonda wants to know what you're watching on television. You have 50 seconds. Go. What I'm watching on television. I have 50 seconds. I'm not watching television. I'm reading. Uh, The only two shows I'm keeping current with are um, Revenge and um, Scandal on my own. Cliff and I together are watching... um, 
We're still getting caught up on Downton. We're watching Dallas, barely. Um, Revolution. Revolution. I'm not watching Resurrection. Oh, that's right. Um, I have a Revolution. I didn't get into that show. Um, well, I think that I think that's it. But for me, it's Revenge and Scandal. Those are the only two that I'm really staying current and active with right now. Awesome. And I'm watching Resurrection and Believe and enjoying both of them. Until next time, we encourage you to live your life on purpose. Podcast. Add some math.